Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago, and I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. What's up, gentlemen? What's up, Joseph? What's up, Brandon, Jose, Tomaz, Mark, Joshua? I dig it. Guys, for the guys that don't have cameras on, it's always more pleasant and to me, more optimal when we can have you guys with your cameras on. That way we can see who we're actually speaking with. What's up, Mark? Thanks for being here. Santiago, not the other mark that's here. I'm going to give some guys some time to pop in here. We also have Dave J with us, who is currently in Thrive. Uh, got it, Mac Mini. I have a Mac Mini at my office and have an external camera I use with it. So I get it. That is one reason that guys cannot have their camera on. If they have a Mac mini that doesn't physically have a camera, that is the one reason why you should not have a camera on. Awesome, I've got John, I've got Rob. I love it, guys, I love it. So gentlemen, today we're going to do a training on how to turn your pain into power. Ooh, let Andrew in. How many guys are experiencing pain right now? Put the number one in the chat if you're experiencing pain or uncertainty or anxiety, any of those things. Put the number one in the chat if you're experiencing pain, uncertainty, frustration, anxiety, all those negative things. Got Michael Hancock popping in. Yeah, like who actually is not experiencing pain? <laughs> I mean, even if you weren't going through the situation you're going through potentially with separation or divorce, uh, I, I don't know who in the world uh, wouldn't be. So yeah. like pretty much everyone should be, or you're just not acknowledging what's actually happening inside of you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So clearly a lot of the guys here are experiencing some level of pain. And I've witnessed this. And so have you, Mark, where a lot of guys, when they get stuck in that pain cycle, they just sit in the suck, in the woe is me. And it just, they ruminate in it. Like Chris yeah. in, was months ago, learned a lot, healed, and I'm growing and moving forward. Awesome, man. I love that. I like to think of, of pain as adversity. And it's interesting, when we think of adversity, we automatically relate that to something negative. But what if you could take that pain and turn it into power? Put the number five in the chat if you want to take your pain and turn that into power. Got more guys popping in. Yeah, awesome. Andrew. Love it. Thanks, Rob. For guys that are just joining, if you could get your cameras on, that would feel good for me so we can see who we're doing this training for. Now, adversity and change could be either good or bad. And realistically, it's up to us to determine what we do with our circumstances. You can either fall into your victimhood and fall into the woe is me, or you can shift into the victor. 
And realistically, as long as you're going to continue to live, life is going to continue to throw you curveballs. That's just the fucking truth. But you need to get used to navigating through the pain and turning that pain into power. For the guys that are just joining us, please do me a favor, put your cameras on. The reality is a lot of us are going to experience pain as you're going through this process. Now, maybe you're approaching divorce. Maybe she's dropped the D word. Maybe you're considering that. Maybe an affair is happening. Regardless of what's happening, you need a grid to get through where you're at and get to where you want to go. How many guys have a plan right now? Put the number three in the chat. If you have a plan to get through where you're at right now and get on the other side from A to Z, I'm not talking step one, which is take it day by day or just fall into the, it is what it is. I fucking hate that saying. It I is say it all the time. You've well, never told me you hate not in the not in the framing when you use it. Like we're we're having conversation, but I mean, when a guy says when a guy's experiencing pain and he's like, "Oh, you know, it is what it is." No, it's not. Yeah. It isn't is what it is. It is what you choose to make it to be. And when you fall into that victimhood, you're just going to experience more pain. And realistically, guys, step one of getting out of this pain is you need to inventory your pain and take ownership. That's step one. Inventory your pain. And I'll make it simple, guys. Bullet points. This is what's causing me pain. This is where I can take ownership. Make it simple. What does that mean, though? You, you, you're talking about like two concepts here, right? Is, is you're saying taking inventory of the pain and then taking ownership of the pain. Like, but what if, what if you didn't cause the pain? What if someone else is causing the pain? How are you supposed to take ownership of pain that somebody else is causing? Yeah. I mean, how we perceive the pain is on us, but realistically, no one's a saint. No one's a saint. They may have done something, but there's always an opposing side. There's always another side of the coin. So I think it starts with us. I believe that regardless on what's happening, we need to take a stance of ownership. You know, what did you do that led to this happening? What did you lack that led to her seeking this elsewhere or vice versa? Yeah, thanks for that agreement. And I also appreciate the framing of that. I think a lot of guys fall into the she. She does this. She does that. They just start hitting the she button. And really, they need to start hitting the me button. Because we well, can't do the to change her. Yeah, well, the external pain is easier to focus on. Right. Yeah. That's the thing that's happening to me. And what mm -hmm. most men do is they focus on the thing that's happening to me, not the thing that's happening inside of me. Yeah. And when you have trauma, when you have hurts, when you have rejection, abandonment, all these things, and you're not aware you know, of that, it's hard to take ownership of that. And so when you're talking about this idea of inventory, I would say most of you here are going to take inventory of the things that are happening to you and less about the things that are happening inside of you. And until you reconcile that, you're always going to be struggling with regardless of who's in your life. And this is why we say you have to take ownership for yourself. You have to change for yourself. You have to fix you for yourself because if you do it for someone else at the end of the day, um, they will, they will hurt you again, or they potentially could do something to affect you again. And you have to do this for you.
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't have said that better. It's so interesting. So many men, they come in, they're like, I can't wait for her to see the change. It doesn't matter. The change is for you. The change is for you at the end of the day. So I appreciate you expanding on that. Guys, step two, you need to change your environment. You need to change your environment. Now, if you're around negative people all the time, guess what? You're going to become a negative fucking person. It's like osmosis. Have you ever recognized that you hang out with certain friends and you start to use the same dialogue that they use, like the same words? Yeah, we learn by proxy. So you need to elevate your community. You need to be around people that are going to call you forward and pull you forward. I'm not talking about a support group. I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm talking about a place that's going to incubate you and push you to be better. Truthfully, I mean that to the fullest extent because you're not meant to do this shit alone. We are yeah, meant to thrive in common one. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a common thing we see because a lot of guys will be like, oh, you know, my uncle went through this, my dad went through this, or my bud, my drinking buddy went through this, yeah. or the dudes at work went through this. And, and they're all giving you confused, mixed up advice because let's just face it. Most men never fucking heal from this shit. Most mm-hmm. men will take their licks. They'll suck it up. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll put on a condom, go fuck some other girl. And next thing you know, they're okay, brother, because they're fucking somebody else and never actually dealing with the fucking pain that got you to where you were at. And I use the word fuck because that's the pain. That's the reality of what you are experiencing right now. And you have a choice. You can either lean into that pain and deal with it, or you can pull away and go, never mind. I'm going to work on my pullout game instead. And we all know where that leads us to is a cycle of women, a cycle of booze, a cycle of drugs, a cycle of something, a cycle of shame, where we stay in that constant ver- uh, uh, vortex of pain. Yeah. And we can't ever go, we can't ever get through it because we're constantly feeding ourselves with things that don't actually heal us, but things that distract us. And mm-hmm. so the question I think what we're, we're, we're positioning to you is, are you the kind of man that wants to be distracted or are you the kind of man that wants to be impacted? And there's a difference between the two. A man who's distracted is a disempowered, weak man. But a man who's been impacted is a man who decides and leans into transformational change and is able to move forward and lead his family, lead his legacy, because he now controls the narrative. He sets the narrative. He sets the frame. He sets the tone instead of what that woman did and how she treated me and how this happened and yada, 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 yada. And all that bullshit that you're telling yourself that story of, or that maybe you're throwing over to your counselor, your therapist, who's just reflecting back to you and using you some good active listening skills and helping you feel better brother and all this other shit, but you're never actually fucking dealing with the pain. You're never actually going through the process. You're never actually putting yourself in a place of vulnerability with other men. Why? Because masculinity is bestowed by other masculinity, by, by other men. You, you can't get masculinity from your female therapist. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. She can be there for you. She can help you. She can answer questions for you. But at the end of the day, you have to get it from other men. And so we seek out other men, but a lot of times we seek out the wrong men. We seek out the crowd of guys who are comfortable to us, but they're not going to call us out on our bullshit. 
They're not going to talk to us about our lies and the things that we're struggling with. Why? Because it's too uncomfortable for them to do that. They want to stay in good cahoots with you. They don't want to risk losing the relationship by telling you, hey, you're being a little bitch right now and you need to fucking stop. Absolutely. Just getting started. Impacted or distracted. I think there's a lot of power in that statement. In that entire statement. But I put in the chat, who wants to be impacted? Put the word impacted in the chat if that's you. Because I feel like a lot of a lot of guys, when they come in, they're just distracted. They've got all of this advice from one side. They've got all of this random smorgasbord of shit they've read online. Maybe they've watched a couple of videos. And man, maybe they... Maybe they're posting the Facebook group and they get this whole reel of different stances, but none of it is concrete. So you've got a little from here, a little from here, a little from here. And guys, there's no clear path forward. And that leads me to the final step in this to turn your pain into power. You need to get determined and have a clear vision on where you're going. You need to get determined. And realistically, that aligns with impacted. A lot of us are distracted because we've got all of this like clusterfuck of information. And we're like, what do I do? Do I give her space? Do I do this? Do I do that? Do I send flowers? Do I try to hug her? All of these little things. So much that we're just distracted on how to move forward. And when you lean into being impacted, you have a process to get from where you're at to where you want to be in a knowingness that you'll be okay regardless. How many guys can feel that? Can feel that they have a desire in them to be impacted? Because realistically, guys, if where you're at right now, in this moment, is not where you want to be, that is a firm indicator that what you're doing isn't working. So it's time to try something new. You got anything to add there, Mark? I mean, what you're talking about in terms of the impact. No, I don't. Actually, I think, do you have anything else? Or I was going to say we should open up for some questions. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, let's open up for some questions. We actually had one that was submitted um, <clears throat> from Robert. I believe he's on here. He was on here, but we'll answer it. He said, what if you take accountability and have addressed their own issues and she refuses to see and continues to hold anger slash resentment in her heart. Yeah. I mean, you want me to go first or do you want to take a stab at it first? You can go for it. That That is the typical. Let me, let me frame it this way. There are good questions and then there are great questions. And then there are other questions. This is like one of those other questions that's going to get you the wrong answer. Um, yeah. Meaning the, the focus of your question is basically, I'm doing these things. She's not seeing them. Therefore, I'm in continuous pain because this person holds all of the control over me. Essentially, your wife holds your balls in her hand and she's squeezing them, not in a good way, but in a really power, painful way. And you're like, I don't know what to fucking do about that. And, and the problem is, is you have to take the balls out of her hand so that she can't do that anymore. And some of you don't want to do that because you're addicted to the pussy and it's good. 
And you're like, well, I just got to keep going back for more because I'm hoping she squeezes it in a good way. And, you know, it's it's funny, it's gross, it's whatever. But like, that's the reality of the situation. The only way you can walk free of that is by literally neutralizing the power that she has over you. And and the only way to do that is to is to come to a place where you decide in yourself that enough is enough, that I'm going to hold myself to a certain standard and live this way. And anything below that is 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 compromise for me. Like you have to be pissed enough in yourself to say, fuck it. I'm going to detach from the outcome of saving something that is no longer there. I can't tell you how many guys we've talked to over the years who are like, man, I'm just trying to save my marriage. And I'm like, dude, that's not even a goal. They're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, saving your marriage is not a goal at all. In fact, the only thing saving a marriage is, is a state. It is a state. And what that means is it's fluid. It can change from any moment. So if your goal is to get to a certain state with your marriage, that state can change three minutes later. Your wife can come back and be like, oh, everything's great. I just love you again. You guys have sex. It's all wonderful. And the next day she's out cheating on again. Or the next day that she decides, well, fuck you. You're an asshole. I don't like you. And, 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 and you're just a boomerang. And your heart is constantly being thrown back and forth. I see yeah. some nods. And you understand this. Guys, I lived this shit. I lived it for years. This is why I'm so adamant in the rules of engagement that we create. This is why I'm so adamant in the boundaries, because I'm sick of men being manipulated by their own penises, (laughs) because we can't get it out of our heads that like, she doesn't have to control me. I don't have to give everything to this person when they have chosen to walk away. I'm not talking about in the context of a healthy marriage here. I'm only talking about in the context of a dysfunctional uh, toxic marriage where there's two people and one person has decided they want to have an affair. One person decided they don't want to be in a marriage anymore, all of those things. And you get to have the opportunity to decide what you get to give to her. And some of you are like, I'm so committed. I'm, I'm giving her my everything, but yet she's not meeting you there. And you're, you're overly committed to somebody who's, who's not committed to you. And mm-hmm. it's like, why, what does that say about you as a man on loyal? Does it? Or are you just a bitch? Because that was me. That was me. I was loyal to a fault and it got my ass handed to me on a plate. Yeah. I'm not talking about, you know, some of, some of you are in situations that doesn't apply, right? Some of you are in situations where it legitimately it's you and your wife are having some just some marital issues and you need to work through it and all those types of things. She's leaned in. She wants to work on it. She wants to, I, I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you toxic guys, the toxic situations where you're letting her walk all over you because you have no self-value. That's what I'm talking about specifically in this moment with this particular thing. And that's what I hear in this question is this is basically a man who says, I don't respect myself enough. And guys, let me, let me tell you something. If you don't respect you, your wife will never respect you. Yep. If you don't respect you, your wife will never respect you. Why should she respect is earned. Respect is earned. Just like you get around a bunch of dudes, you, you don't just automatically get respect because you're, you're cool looking, you got good hair, you got a good beard. Dudes respect you because of how you show up, how you carry yourself, how masculine you are, right? And, and we all, all, all have different levels of that. Some guys respect me because I drive a, you know, a nice Land Rover. Some guys respect me because I make a good, a, good, a good amount of money. Some guys respect me because... I'm married to a beautiful wife. Like they respect me for all these different reasons, but I don't give a fuck because I'm not looking for that. I respect myself more than anybody. And if I respect me, no one else is going to disrespect me. It's just not going to happen. 
And some of you, you'll, you'll get disrespected by another dude saying some shit about you and, and, and looking at you side eyes, but yet your wife can talk all kinds of shit to you and you won't say nothing. Or she'll go and cheat on you. You still won't do nothing. Yep. Or she'll just keep acting a fool and you will do nothing. Why? Because you have no self-respect. You have no value of yourself. Yeah, absolutely, man. Man, I think that's a better answer for that question than I would have given. So I'm glad I segued to you there. But I think it's it really comes back to the value. A lot of men don't have any value for what they're bringing to the table. And a lot of guys are saying in the chat, that's me. That was me six months ago. Yeah, you're not alone. Guilty as charged. What other questions do you guys have? Put them in the chat. We want to make the most of our time here. Yeah. I mean, for those guys that this is you, guys, you need a plan to get out of where you're at, truthfully. You truthfully do, because it's not something that I would recommend trying to navigate on your own. I mean, I don't think you can on your own. You just stay in the same cycle. Well, yeah, because you you got the head trash. You're you're constantly like just listening to the same voices, same confusion over and over and over again. And it's like you've got to find a way out, whether it's through something we can help you with or some other situation. You know, I I just feel 100% like if guys really, really, really want help and they're willing to do what it takes to get help, they'll find a way. And that's something we've done with a lot of guys. I have a guy who literally was just broke as a choke. And he got, he got, he got us, he got a regular job, went out and started door dashing to be able to, to pay for thrive because he was at a point where he was like, I need this so bad. I'm going to do whatever we can. And we worked with him on payment plan. We worked with him to get him in because of that. We got another question here. What if she doesn't go ahead and read it? Yeah. Yeah. What if she doesn't trust your change and you can see she wants to work through it, but she won't say it. The story you're telling yourself is you can see she wants to work through it, but won't say it. What's the truth would be my first question. And if she doesn't trust your change, these are all she, this is all on her. Yep. Which is not leadership. Yeah. This, this is like coming from a place of control. Like we're wanting to control her. And if you control once, you're going to have to continue to control to get your needs met. I'll, I don't think I'll the coming. Yeah, go for it. No, I just want to challenge what he said too. He said, I'm happy with who I am now. If you're happy with who you are now, then you probably should just give up on life. I, why would you be happy with who you are now? Like that makes no sense. You know what that, you know what that says to me is that basically you got back to break even and you're okay. There's no challenge in your life. Like we it, it's, it's, and maybe you're wording it differently, but I look at this is like, I respect goals that are like 10 times, a hundred times more than where they are right now. Context of comparison was his husband. Great. But what the fuck does that mean? Like why not 10 X yourself completely as a man? Like if you're ever, if you find yourself ever in a place of, of like, I'm just, I'm good. I'm good now. I'm great. I'm okay. I'm much better than I was. Awesome. I love the philosophy of like, I've improved, but like, if you just find yourself in a place of just like, you're okay with it, you, you, you're never going to set a new standard. You're never going to grow beyond where you are now or where you have been in the past. And this is where men stay stuck. Maybe, maybe you grew up a little bit. Maybe you did. Maybe there's some things that happen positively, man. I don't know your story. Don't need to know your story. It's the language that you're using. 
And it's not meant to be offensive. It's just meant to be real. Like I surround myself with men who are never content with being who they are today, that they're only content in finding their future self and, and bringing it into today more and more every single day. I get up every single day. How the fuck can I be better? How can I be a better husband? How can I be a better father? How can I be a better business owner? How can I be a better manager? How can I be better? How can I be more empowered in everything I do? 100% ownership equals 100% freedom. 100% ownership equals 100% freedom. The more ownership I take in my life every single day, the more free I get every single day. I don't think I'm free till the day I die. I really don't. I don't think I'm free till the day I die. And so therefore, my quest for freedom never stops. Well, good. You better not be fucking content with it. You shouldn't be content with it. There should be a hunger inside of you that says every day, I want to thrive as a man. I want to get better as a man. And that hunger is the thing that, that drives and pushes you forward if you so choose to lock into that. But so many of you are just like so easily swayed by this world, so easily swayed by the, the being content with, oh, your wife's fucking you again. And you're like, everything's okay, brother. Everything's great again. And it's like, no, dude, it's not. You're lying to yourself. And if I could share anything, that's the truth is that we lie to ourselves constantly. I guarantee you right now, if you were to pull back, not your situation, but pull back your heart, you would start to see there are lies that you're telling yourself about you, about your identity, about your, your calling in life, about your wife, about whatever that you are believing that have kept you playing like this small. Empowered man exists not to help men just break even. We exist to help men profit 10x in their emotions and in their hearts so that their soul would prosper. What do you look like when your soul is prospering all the time? Not just when you signed that big deal and you made a lot of money, not just when you bowled that game and you got a good score or, or your team wins in the NFL or whatever, not, not, not when you're pr prospering then, but when you prosper every fucking day, what would it feel like to prosper every single day? That's my quest. That is the quest that I'm personally on that I'm personally committed to. And that's why I started empowered man, because the men we have in that program, the thrive program, they are doing that work. They are showing up every single day when it fucking hurts. And when it's high, when it's low, we know this thing is this too shall pass. That's why I say there's no such thing as this being content with just being okay with who I am right now. You can have an acceptance of this is who I am. There's, there's fine to be acceptance of that. But to move beyond that, to go, hey, I've got this contentment, but I'm hungry for more. I want to continue to grow. I want to be an empowered man. What does empowerment look like to me? Because I may be empowered today in this area, but tomorrow I may be disempowered. I may start making situations bad because I start acting like a victim. It's like, where the fuck is this coming from? Different layers of my relationship, even with my wife. I, I hit a new layer of love and a new layer of trust. And I started feeling insecurities and inadequacies. I'm like, where the hell is this coming from? It's because I've reached another layer of love with her. And it, and it scares you as a man because it's like, oh, I've given myself to a person who can hurt me. And so the, all the little boy inside of me wants to deflect that. All the, the ungrown up parts of Mark wants to make it so that I can't give her everything because if I do, she could hurt me and she could do what my ex-wife did to me and all those things. And I'm like, this is not acceptable. I don't want to live this way because my ego is in charge. And when my ego is in charge, ego is not my amigo. And he gets me into a lot of trouble. That is the zest I live with.
How many of you feel like you're actually living with that right now? Because if you don't, I can guarantee you the number one reason why is because you are in the wrong fucking environment. You are not surrounded by people who are 10xing their own life in, especially in this area that are, that are dealing with this stuff and that have already gone before you. You're, you're not. Isolation is the problem 99% of the time. And that's the very, very first thing that we have to attack. That's what we attack in our Thrive program. We connect you to a source that's so much greater than what you could actually imagine. Mm -hmm. And then once we've connected you to that source, we can help you start to heal from the pain you're in. Not just talk about it like CBT therapy and, 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 and go to some you know, counselor that you listen to. All that stuff's great. Uh, counseling is great. I love counseling. I, 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 it has a place. But I'm telling you this right now, it's, it can only do so much. And that's because, number one, power and proximity. There is a power that happens when you are in a powerful group of men that are holding you accountable, that are holding you up to a higher standard, that are encouraging you, that are pushing you and saying, hey, there is more, there is more, there is more, there is more for you. And in that connection, we end the cycle of loneliness. Most of you don't realize this. You think empowered man is about separation, divorce. No, separation, divorce is just the thing that we utilize to say, hey, man, we know that you're at a place where you want to work on yourself. That's not what we do here. What we do is we eradicate loneliness in the hearts of men. Because every single face I'm looking at feels alone. You're depressed. You don't feel like you're, you are known. You don't feel truly known. Your father wasn't the greatest father. Maybe he was good on the outside. Maybe he was doing good things for you even, but you didn't feel known. And so you grow up as a man. I don't care if you're 20, 50, 70, 80, doesn't matter. I got gray hairs too. And we get to this point and we recognize, I feel alone. But we have to come to that place of recognition. I feel alone. And when we feel alone, we get depressed. When we get depressed, we make bad decisions. We hold ourselves back. We don't fully live. This world around us is waiting for men to come fully alive. If men would come fully alive, there would not be a lack of leadership in our world. There would not be a lack of leadership in the home, in the, in the government, in schools, and all those things. Because men fully alive say, it's, it's, it's not enough to be this way. Tyranny was defeated because of men in the United States. Every revolution you have men behind it who've said, enough is enough. I'm not going to live this way. We are not going to allow ourselves to be taxed. We are not going to allow ourselves to be whatever. But that can only happen when men have come fully alive and decided that we're going to live in community and communion with one another. But that takes vulnerability. That takes courage to be vulnerable. And that's what we invite men into in our Thrive program. You don't have to be alone. That's, and that's just one element of what we do. So guys, before we end it, I'm, I'm literally just going to post this here. I don't ever do this, but I'm doing it right now. I'm going to, how do I do this? I need to ever, everyone in meeting. So I'm going to put down here. I'm going to put my link, personal link here in this calendar. Now, I only want you clicking on this thing and sign up for a 30 minute call with me. This is, this is my personal calendar. I'm challenging you to do this, but I'm only challenging you to do this if you're ready to fucking change. I'll have a call with you. I'll hear your story. 
I'll give you insights and tips, whatever the fuck you, you come on the call for. Have a goal. Number one, have a goal. If you don't have a goal, I'm going to shut you off. I'm going to give you homework and we're, you're going to go away. You come on the phone, have a goal. We'll talk through that goal. We'll talk about what the game plan would look like to get the goal. If I think I can help you, I'll tell you about what I do. If I don't think I can help you, I'm still going to give you some homework. I'm still going to make it a value for you because I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. But do not press on that link unless you're serious about actually doing work because this shit is hard as fuck. Now, I don't do this all the time. I don't open my calendar up very often, but I'm in a place where, man, I want to help some guys. And that's why I'm on here today. I want to help some guys. But I know you got a story. I need each of you has a story and you want to talk about that story. Well, I've got some tools. I've got some insights I'm going to give you. It's going to fucking blow your mind. Guarantee it. You come into my world, expect to be transformed. If you don't want to be transformed, don't come into my world. Most men can't handle this heat. And it's not because I'm an asshole, Joey, right? I'm not an asshole. But He's I, not an asshole. But, but here's the thing is I see a vision of you that's greater than what you see of yourself. I can guarantee it. And when I see that vision of you, I'm going to call that thing forward. And you're either going to latch onto that thing or you're going to go, fuck, man, I can't handle that. That's too much for me. And that's okay. That doesn't make you any lesser of a man. It just is what it is. So I've got a few spots I've opened up this week. If you're the kind of guy that is ready for that heat and you've got a goal you want to work on, let's talk about that goal. And we'll have a chat. If not, it's no offense taken whatsoever. I won't be offended by any means. Do you have any last uh, thoughts, Joey? No, no last thoughts. For the guys that are teeter-tottering on the edge of the fence, take the leap. Because everything you're doing right now of where you're at is not where you want to be. It's a firm indicator that it's time to do something else. And we have a plan for you. And we have a process. With that being said, guys, we got to pop off now. We appreciate you being here. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. See ya. Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.